Hello, and welcome to Life on Maine, a daily podcast of Life on Maine in Charlestown, New Hampshire, where we discuss living life on the main purpose as designed by God. I am Pastor Tim Golden, and on these podcasts, we focus on growing in relationship with God, maturing in the faith through His Word, stewarding our relationships with one another, as well as learning to make disciples as we share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Each day highlights one of these facets of spiritual character, growth, and stewardship, so be sure to come back each day to grow a strong and healthy walk with the Lord. Now, let's see what the Holy Spirit wants to show us today. Good morning, welcome to another edition of Worship Wednesday. I have one question for you today, and it's a very simple question, uh, but one I think that really we have to examine, especially as believers, and that is the question of why worship? I mean, really, after all, why, why spend so much time worshiping God? Now, I'm not, again, talking just about uh, bringing our music before Him. I'm talking about true worship, uh, which is really uh, paying honor, paying respect, paying homage um, unto our Lord. And, um, and, and why should we do that? I mean, I've gone into churches on Sunday mornings and I've heard people say, you know, I, I just couldn't worship today. I just couldn't seem to get into worship. Worship wasn't doing it for me. And all those things are really uh, show some deep misconceptions about what worship really is. And because worship is not something that we simply bring because we feel like it. Worship is something that we bring because it is due to another. Now, it's not that we're doing it out of obligation. We have a God that we love that we adore. And so that adds even more depth and more quality to our worship. But in the very, if you were to boil worship all the way down, worship is really just homage and respect that is to another. It's kind of carries with it this concept of like when you walk into a courtroom and a judge enters in, everybody rises in respect. That is a form of worship. Uh, or when a king or a queen enters into a room and everybody that is there, all the subjects, bend the knee or they bow before, before them. That is a sign of honor. It's a sign of respect. And it's not something that if they were to walk into the room and, oh, you know, today I just don't feel like doing it. So you don't. No, it's something that you naturally do um, because it is deserved to that other individual. And when we think about worship and why we should worship, we have to come back to the fact of some real basic truths. And for that, I really want us to take a look at what the Psalms had to say, because we're better to turn to than the book of Psalms when you're talking about worship, right? But Psalm chapter 42 says this, and I'm going to read the entire thing. It's 11 verses. And parts of this are very familiar to us, especially at the beginning. We've heard songs about it, worship songs. But it says this, As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, my God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When can I go and meet with God? My tears have been my food day and night, while people say to me all day long, Where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul, how I used to go to the house of God under the protection of the Mighty One, with shouts of joy and praise among the festive throng. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise Him, my Savior and my God. 
my soul is downcast within me. Therefore, I will remember you from the land of the Jordan, the heights of Hermon from Mount Mazar. Deep calls to deep in the roar of your waterfalls. All your waves and breakers have swept over me. By day, the Lord directs his love. At night, his song is within me, a prayer to the God of my life. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemy? My bones suffer mortal agony as my foes taunt me, saying to me all day long, where is your God? Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. So what we see is we, we see it almost looks like there's a whole wealth of emotions going on in this passage. You have this aspect of hope and, and calling himself to praise God, but yet you also hear the torment and turmoil that's there. But then you also hear the hope when he's talking about um, the fact that by day the Lord directs his love and at night his songs are within me. Um, and that I'm going to remember uh, the things that you've done. But what it ultimately comes down to, even though he's going to take some time to remember the great things that God has done and allow that to fuel his worship, even though there's this aspect that the Lord directs his love and he understands that and understands that God has put a song within his heart because of his presence that was with him, that we find at the very end of this, in fact, at two places, because there's that section that is repeated, almost like a chorus, if you will, uh, where he says, why my soul are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for yet I will praise him, my Savior and my God. And that right there is the very heart of where our worship should be. No matter what's going on around us, see, it's not a matter of whether God's done anything for me today or what's going on in my life at the present moment. What it really boils down to is two things that deserve all of our worship. Um, I remember a song by a group called Truth many years ago that says, what does he have to do that he hasn't already done that will prompt our worship? And he states it there, he states the two main reasons in the very last verses, the very, le or the very last words, the last five words. He said, my Savior and my God. You see, the first thing that we need to understand is that our worship to the Lord is for number one, the fact that he is God. He is the creator of all things. In fact, if we were to go over, um, jump out of the Old Testament into the New Testament to Acts chapter 17. This is where Paul um, is uh, talking about uh, the tomb to the unknown God, right? And, he, and he's ministering to the Greeks there, and starting to explain and, and evangelize them. But he says this starting in verse 24 of chapter 17. The God who made the world and everything in it is the Lord of heaven and earth and does not live in temples built by human hands. He is not served by human hands as if he needed anything. Rather, he himself gives everyone life and breath and everything else. From one man he made all the nations that they should inhabit the whole earth and he marked out their appointed times in history and the boundaries on their lands. God did this so that they would seek him and perhaps reach out to him or reach out for him and find him, though he is not far from any one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being. We, every breath we take is only because of God's grace. The mere fact that we can live life, 
is only because of God. And that miracle in and of itself is enough for us to find ourselves choosing to worship him, no matter the circumstances, no matter what's going on, no matter how we feel, but being willing to offer up our worship unto him. But that's not the only reason he gave us uh, back in Psalm 42. He said that not only that you're my God, he said, you're my savior. Oh, and how awesome that is, right? That if you name the name of Christ, to know that you've been saved from your sins, that, that this earth isn't all that there is, that it's terrible as the, the evil is that we find ourselves facing in this world, we know that because we have a relationship with God, we will live eternally. That our spirits will live even after this body dies. That even no matter what heartaches I suffer here, someday I know I'll be in heaven where he'll wipe every tear from our eyes. And there's joy and there's gladness and there's peace forevermore. You know, that is what we are promised. That's what we're guaranteed simply because of the fact that God made the way. It's not anything we were able to do. We blew it. We blew it back in the garden. But God did everything by sending his son for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him wouldn't perish but have everlasting life. We have that. We, we have the access to his love and his grace because it says, goes on verse 17, he didn't come to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved. That is his desire, and he has done everything necessary. All we have to do is reach out and grab it. Say, God, I receive that. And so the fact that he is God and God alone, and the fact that he has redeemed us from the pits of hell, is all the reason we need to give him the best of our worship, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It shouldn't be something dictated by our circumstances. We shouldn't let something so trivial rob us and rob him of the glory that he deserves and is entitled to. So I would encourage you, why should you worship? Why not? Why not worship? Because he is your God, he is your creator, and he has done what's necessary to redeem you from the enemy's grasp. Not because of anything we've done, but according to his mercy, scripture tells us he saved us. So will you choose to worship today? Will you choose to no longer allow circumstances to dictate your worship? Let your heart and let your mind dictate your worship to your God. I hope this has been helpful to you. Hope you tune in, tune in with us later uh, for our episode on Theology Thursday. Until then, may God bless you. We want to thank you for tuning into today's broadcast. We pray that it was beneficial for you. Be sure to tune in tomorrow for another episode of Life on Main. You can learn more about our church by visiting our website at lifeonmain.org. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash lifeonmain, where you can learn about upcoming events and find links to videos of these broadcasts and sermons. You can also view our sermons on our YouTube channel at bit.ly slash life on main with each of those words capitalized thanks for listening to life on main and may god bless you